Welcome to the Short Rod Show. You're talking with Ben. And you got Brett. Thanks for joining us, everybody. We are on episode three of season four down in the Short Rod Show cave. Cranking them out every week. Absolutely. Woo-hoo. You can find us on all your uh, favorite podcast platforms. We're all Apple over. Apple Podcasts, Podbean, Stitcher. SoundCloud. SoundCloud. Amazon. Uh, what's the super popular one? Did you Spotify. Say Spotify? Yeah. yeah. Actually, Spotify is the most popular one now. It took which over. Which is funny. Well, Joe Rogan's on it now, and we're on it, so yep. I mean, yep. brought him on. So yeah, if you search for Joe Rogan, we're right behind him yeah. in popularity. I mean, just... Under hobby podcast. Absolutely. Yep. <laughs> in Canada. Small regional ice fishing podcast <laughs> taking off. Hey, yeah, I do want to shout out to our Canadian friends. Uh, when did we start turn? We started getting that email. Yeah, we like, like we follow the podcast charts, and it's... I mean, we rank really high in Canada. Yeah. You guys must be really bored or yeah. something. Like, we're not like. even turning... I mean, obviously, we're not even turning out podcasts. We start hitting the charts in August. Like, people are really turning mm-hmm. around, ready to rock. They must be in, like, none of it or whatever. I, know, I mean, Already that's got ice. Freezing, yeah. They've got ice right now. They're fishing. <laughs> like, what can we listen to? Short Rod Show. Short Rod Show. Yeah. What else we got to do? Absolutely. Oh, there's a caribou. You know? <laughs> that's pretty awesome. Well, what are we talking about today, Brett? Uh, today, so... You know, still being early season, uh, gear is still kind of a real focus. Yeah. Because uh, this is really, you know, this is the best time for to buy gear. Uh, this is when all the sales are happening. This is when all the buzz about, you know, new products and all this stuff. Yeah, stuff is in stock. Stuff that's, is that's in stock. That's another big deal. Yeah, yeah. This year, after you get after like. the first of the year, it's Oof. pretty hit or miss of whether you can get stuff. Um, in, in normal years, it's hit or miss. I don't yeah, know. Yeah, this yeah. year might be even tougher. They already start pulling stuff after the first of the yep. year, so... Uh, right now is really kind of the time if you're looking this 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 episode will air before Black Friday. Uh, that's sort of, that's really where I kind of focus on my gear stuff. After Black Friday, then let's talk fishing. Um, but prior yep. to Black Friday, still gear because you can still get some good deals if there's, there's something you're looking for. Um, so we're gonna go in a little bit of what we run, kind of why yep. we run it, uh, what we like about it, um, both from a clothing standpoint as well as you know our our hard uh, rods and reels uh electronics um shacks shelters that sort of stuff i will say uh in the past we talked about that icefishingdeals.com they are no longer it's out there still but it has not been updated since september of 2021 why would they stop doing it i don't know somebody must have died like because there's no effort in it but yeah it back in the day uh, and i say back in the day two years ago two years ago um icefishingdeals.com it was basically just anybody could go on there and recommend and say hey i found this great deal on this ice fishing gear and they post it on there so everyone can see it yep really cool so uh, that's kind of a bummer but i'm sure there's another something that's taking its place if there is let us know because i would sure love to see some ice fishing deals (laughs) and just see what's going on but yep yeah so uh yeah talk about bibs brett you had our mind on bibs earlier. Yeah. So I was talking a little bit. So I had uh, kind of a concept more of like you have your, your macro gear. So like as far as clothing anyways, like your bibs, your boots, hats, uh, what else would there be? That's kind of your macro stuff. But then there's also micro gear like your gloves, socks, uh, long johns, wow. uh, neck gator, yep. you know, whatever. Micro and macro. Yep. Really breaking it down. Well, it's more just like the neck gator the gloves or whatever i mean accessories there's a million different brands of gloves and a million different kind of gloves you could buy but there's really only like five or six 
ice suits that you could buy. Yep. You know, I mean, so like, and those are much bigger purchases. Well, they used to be. I mean, yeah, like you said, true. you showed me earlier, like Stryker has a $100 pair of gloves now. So, I mean, that pair of gloves is just about as expensive as I spent on my bibs. But, yep. Uh, yeah, everything's a little bit more expensive these days. I was going to pull that up here again. But specifically too. going into bibs, um, what I got right now is a fray bill, the iFloat black bibs. Uh, they're starting to get a little worn out. I was they did say you've had those for as had long those as for I've known you. Four, six years, and they're starting to get a little worn out on the heel. Like they're they're starting to get frayed out. They still work good. Still keep me warm. Oh, although I would say the watering waterproofing's not. It's starting to wear out a little yep. bit. Like sometimes my knees will be a little bit wet if I've been sitting on my knees fishing uh, quite a bit. But and the padding's not quite as padded as it used to be. That sort of stuff. But. So I've considered looking into maybe like the the Eskimo. Uh, it's a roughneck. Mm-hmm. No, is that what the is that, that what that one's yeah, called? Sounds right. Eskimo something. The Eskimo bibs. Uh, for some for whatever reason, I'm just really high on Eskimo. I've got the Sierra Thermal, and I've been super happy with that thing. Um, it's you know obviously thermal. Um, seats are comfortable. They stay dry. Super lightweight oh, yeah. shack. The roughneck um, suit. Roughneck. Roughneck yep. suit. Yep. But specifically the bibs. The jacket, what I run, like to run is the is I've got a Cabela's parka for duck hunting. And it's a two-piece parka. And it's warmer than it. it I love it. Well, like, it's I don't, camo, too. So. And it's camo. But I don't, I don't envision myself buying a floating, a float suit jacket. Uh, just because I like that, that duck jacket a lot. Seems to work really good for me. Um, I mean, I've, I'll, sit, I'll sit out and... Yep. Negative 10 degree weather outside, and I don't really have a yep. whole lot of my hands. The only thing they get cold. So uh, I like running that a lot. But um, yeah, that's kind of my main, my major. So, oh, and boots I run the uh, dry shod. They're kind of like, imagine like a muck boot, but it's just a different type of muck boot uh, brand. It's called dry shod. And I've been really happy with those. How'd you hear about those? Uh, so I, I do a lot of deer hunting, and I like to do that sort of stuff also in the hunting sort of thing so uh the there's another youtube channel here in iowa these guys are called the hunting public there you go. and they're sponsored by <clears throat> dry shot or um, at some point somebody one of those guys was wearing dry shot and i think maybe they had a few ads on dry shot or something yep. like that so I was like, you know what i'll try those boots and they they had a sale on them or something like that so i bought those super happy with those like they remind me of the old school muck boot like before muck boots got super popular yep. and they're everywhere like when you'd go to the feed store and you'd buy muck boots that's what they remind me of now. Like, still super high quality. Where muck boots, sometimes that neoprene starts wearing on you pretty quickly. They start yeah. getting holes. They're, I don't know. Muck boots just, they're expensive and they're not as good as they used to be. Yep. They're still good, but it's, I remember how good they were before. Uh, so that turns me off a little bit. But these dry shots, really, I like those a lot. They're not, I don't have the Arctic ones. I have a, kind of a mid-range oh, okay. temperature one because I do wear them a lot. I wear them during the yeah, summer times. Sure. I do all sorts. So I just my technique is just to put on two pairs of socks. Uh, I prefer two pairs of socks versus one big pair of wool yep. socks, uh, which seems to work pretty good for yep. me. But what nice. are you running for the large, uh, warm weather gear? I'm a little more technical, so started off all in on Carhartt. Yeah, yeah, that's where I was coming from. Yeah, like, I used to run Bernies. Oh yeah. <laughs> the Bernies. Yeah. <laughs> um, Calf shit brown. Yep. <laughs> I, I at least the black ones. <laughs> man. Um, they served me pretty well. And that that was like, I don't know, when I was growing up, 
basically it was like, sweet. If you got Carhartt stuff, you're good. Yeah, you stay warm, but absolutely. Yep. you're wet. Yep. Got really wet in the knees. Yep. Um, and, and it wicks up. Uh, was at the uh, Hank's Bait and Tackle ice show. Yeah. Where they do kind of a little seminar and bring in people and talk about ice fishing. And that was when Stryker first came out. It was like 2006 or seven. And Stryker came, the guy from Stryker came and he's like, hey, we're a little small company in Wisconsin. They only had like three or four suits there. And the guy was showing them off. And I'm like, dang, that's sweet. You know, floating suit. He's talking up how it's all waterproof and all this stuff. And uh, they were like $400 a piece. Yeah. You know. Well, it was pretty groundbreaking when they first came out with those things. And he's like, everyone's going to say it's too expensive. You can buy car stuff, whatever, Bernie's for 150 bucks, 100 bucks, whatever. 75 bucks. But yeah. (laughs) At Tyson's. (laughs) Yeah, Um, at Tyson's. And and he's like, but what kind of price can you put on, you know, falling through the ice in your life? And it's like, yeah, it makes sense. And then, uh, yeah, once they got more popular, I think I bought the, uh, I have the, the Striker Predator series. Yep. Um, bought that in like 2017, 16, maybe 16 or 17. Um, and those have served me really well. Um, I did burn kind of the, the jacket shoulder on, uh, something. Oh yeah. Yeah. Patch that up with some glue. Doesn't matter. That's good. Um, but yeah, otherwise they've been holding up. They're super well. durable. Like the canvas of them are yeah. super heavy yep. duty. Yep. Got them washed up. They're ready to go. Um, yeah, they've, they've well, the, held the, up really the well. The canvas on my free bills are kind of like more like a nylon. Yeah. It's not, I wouldn't even say it's not canvas. Like yep. it's like a nylon outer shell where yours are like, yep. you know, you could, you're going to have to rip those apart with two trucks. Oh, yeah. Situation. And then uh, what's cool about them too, like I've been out in the rain with that that set up no problem you know like i've been in freezing rain where it just freezing rains all over you and you're just hard and crusty like it's no big yep. deal you know um that that's pretty cool having something that's a little bit more technical so for all you guys out there in carhartt jackets and stuff it works fine it's fine it's the, okay the biggest deal especially with carhartt bibs or something like that yep. for me was when water would wick up from the from the cuff yep. From yep. the bottom, yep. um, where your actual ice fishing bibs don't do that. Yeah. And just having knee pads, that's huge. Yeah, yeah. being able I mean, to kneel down We spent a lot of water. time kneeling down, um, you know, moving around, hole to hole, hole hopping. Yep. It's slushy no out. There's yep. always some moisture on top. That, yep. I don't and worry about your knees it at all. Just yep. padding. Yep. Uh, Boots-wise, I went, uh, used to wear the Mickey Mouse boots, the surplus, you know, army boots. And they were okay. Like, they, they definitely keep your feet warm. Um, they're waterproof to a point. The Michael Vick special. Yeah. No, no, not Michael Vick. Uh, Vick. What? Uh, uh, on in-depth mm. outdoors. <laughs> PJ Vick. PJ Vick. Yeah, yeah I have the black yeah, ones. Yeah, yeah, yeah. PJ Vick. Not Michael Vick. <laughs> Michael Vick special. Um, yeah. People swear by those things. I, I get it. They're, they're, they're good boots. Um, you know, I really was just looking for, I was always looking at like at your setup with the slip-ons, right? Yep. And they run up tall enough to where you don't care about six, eight inches of snow. No, no. Or slush or whatever, or sticking your foot halfway in a hole. No big deal. Uh, So that's really what turned me over to the uh, the Norfin Klondike boots. Yep. um, And being super lightweight. What do you think about them being a Russian company? Oh, I don't care. (laughs) Russians know what the hell they're doing when it's cold. Uh, So 
one cool feature I thought of those when you first got them was that little spike mm-hmm. that would come out the bottom. How's that holding up after year two not, or three? Not great. So their their claim to fame is the flip out spike in the back, right? Yep. Um, it lasted a year. Second season broke the spike off. Yeah. Like I didn't use it all that much. Yeah. Um, but I called them. I'm like, hey, I get it. You know, this thing broke, and they said, oh, you know, we'll give you a, a discount on a new pair that's coming out. And the new pair is going to have a replaceable cleat. That's the downfall to this. This is kind of the, maybe not the first gen. It might be the first gen. Uh, So mine are gray with yellow uh, on them. This year, their boots are coming out with a replaceable cleat. They're orange. They have like gray and orange or whatever. So that makes sense. You know, mine are like riveted on, the cleats riveted on. So not a whole lot you can do. Interesting. Yeah, to replace it. So... I, I didn't use a cleat a whole lot. That was mainly just if I forgot my real cleats. Yeah. Um, which I normally have those with me. But what do you use for cleats? Um, I use like the the knockoff Amazon ones that have that, the chains. That's not very specific. Yeah. So they're rubber <laughs> on the top and they have chains around them. They're, they're not. They're very the, aggressive. They are. Yeah. Yes. Uh, almost. I mean, you don't walk around on concrete with them because no. they're going to fall over because yep. they're an inch high off the ground, yep. but those things work good. I mean, and I run the Yak tracks. Yeah, I like those, but they're breaking on me now after year three, maybe. Yeah, uh, maybe year four now, yeah. but some of the pieces are starting to break off, so I got to get a new pair this year. But I've been pretty happy with those also, yeah. and you can walk on wherever. I don't worry about damaging anything. Yeah, they're a little more less aggressive. Makes yep. sense. But I haven't had any issue with them slipping or anything. Sometimes they're a pain to get on. But yep. what I like about the the Norfin boots, hundred percent waterproof. They're foam. Yeah. Base, super light. Super light. We're like um, unbelievably light. Yeah. Yep. So walking long distances, getting out to the spot, no big deal. Yep. You don't feel them. Um, and then they're super warm, but they're not like my feet don't sweat in them either. Huh. It's strange. Uh, they're super comfortable. Because that that's way. what you had problems with the Mickey Mouse boots. Oh, yeah. You get off the water and it's like, oh my gosh, my feet are wet because they're yep. just sweating that bad. Yeah. Um, you know, basically just in a rubber casket. Boot. Yep. <laughs> Coffin. <laughs> no ventilation. Yeah. Um, so those work really well. I really do like those. And for the money, I don't know what I spent, 150 bucks maybe. For the Norfins? Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, they're nice. Nice. What do you wear for socks under that? Um, I'm really a fan of the Shields socks. So I do the wool, the thinner wool. And like you said, I'm, I'm all in on the two pairs. Yep. Thinner socks versus one pair of thicker. Yeah. Um, if it's extremely cold, I have kind of a match set of Shields socks oh. that came as a set. So they yep. have a, a thin liner sock and then a heavier wool sock. Yeah. Man, that works good. My actual, my go-to, if I want to be real specific, is I like the 15-pack of, you know, tube socks that you buy. I'll, I'll, I'll put a pair of those on. And then the second pair. Cotton I've got, ones? Yeah. Okay. And All then right. I've gotten the second pair is this pair of ankle snap-on socks that I have. The snap-on. That I won at that uh, derby on uh, 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 by Zering. Oh, yeah, that's right. Yeah. I won those, I won those snap-on mm-hmm. socks. Those things are super, super warm. Oh, absolutely. So snap-on I throw those on. a hell of a good sock. If those are clean, those are my, that's my go-to combination. Yep. yep. Otherwise, I've got I'll, – I'll still wear the cotton tube sock, and then I'll throw a wool sock over the top of it or yep. something like that. But, yep. yeah. Um, just having boots that are keeping your feet warm, that's, that's huge. Yeah. 
Yeah, I like a boot. People go back and forth all the time. Anyways, what I think about the why I think the dry shots work so good on me too is they have a real big thick sole. So mm-hmm. get your foot up off the ice yes. a ways. Yep. Like the only thing that's touching the ice is the tread of the boot, which is like minimizes the amount of I guess yep. surface area that you're touching the ice. Sure. Uh, I think that helps a lot yep. also because yep. I've have had boots where you have a not as much sole, but they're su- they're supposed to be super insulated or whatever with however much thin slate yeah. in them, but they're they suck like they're super cold. Yep. Um, where these ones don't have hardly anything slate in them, but they keep me up off the ice a ways. I think that yep. makes a big difference. And then uh, what about gloves? Gloves, I run wool gloves. The flip over. Yep. Homeless man mittens. <laughs> the homeless guy. Mittens. Uh, that's what I run. I've got a dozen pairs of them now. Yep. Uh, and I just I'll bring two or three pairs with me. As one gets wet, I'll put on another pair. And then I just if I have to go in the hole, I just take them off. Yep. Uh, I can flip the gloves off. I can flip the mittens off and, you know, do things with my fingers if I need to. Yep. Then you put the mittens back on and I can run a schoolie with them still. It's a real bear getting a jig out of one of those. Well, that's when you get a new pair. Yep. (laughs) Just throw them away. Yeah. You can always, I'm not afraid to cut it. Oh, yeah. Do something, you know. I know. With those. that before. That doesn't bother me any with those. And they're super warm. Like, they're only 20 bucks and they're super warm. Like, like I said, I'll sit out in 10 degrees, negative 10 degrees and be just fine. Yep. Um, that I like those. Sometimes they get a little smelly, but wash them. Yep, wash them. Good to go. I'm a fan of the uh, run the hand warmers too. Mm. Like that. That's, that's the one been, thing you've turned me on to. I used to think hand warmers were good. for pansies, but yep. they do help make a big difference. I mean, basically just the recovery time. Like if I'm, I'm not afraid to shove my hand down a hole to get a fish now. Yeah. And because I know that okay, I can pat pat my hands dry, throw them back in my gloves. It's got a hand warmer in it. Yep. And I can warm back up in no, no yep. time. One thing I've learned, too, over my years is taking care of your hands. Keep some lotion on those hands, boys. Keep some don't lotion be, on it. Don't you be such a hard first. ass that your hands are cracking, you're bleeding, whatever. You can be tough. I don't give a hell. <laughs> you keep them moisturized, and you your hands will stay warmer, ex- even just exposed. Sure. Out, without gloves on. Yep. Your hands will stay warmer yep. than if you let them get dry and cold. What kind of lotion are you using? I don't know. I don't know what it, Jerkins, uh, whatever, <laughs> whatever. I don't know what kind it is, but that's, that's been Something. a big, that's a big, big, yep. a big thing that I've learned over the years too is, uh, cause I've been down there where my knuckles will start cracking or whatever. Yep. Cause they get dry and cold and stuff, but my fingers feel way, way, way colder. But since I've kind of, so, well, basically what it started was with kids, it started keeping, cause you're just around lotion so much more often with babies and stuff. Cause you're just lotioning babies all the damn time. <laughs> Uh, yep. And then I noticed my hands weren't getting as cold, and then I just kind of kept lotioning them in it. Nice. That makes a big difference. Go. Yep. Keeping their hands from cracking and try to take care of them, especially if you spend a lot of hours on the ice, a lot of days, uh, take care of them. Yep, definitely. I'm a big fan of waterproof gloves. Sure. I could believe that. And the Striker Attack gloves have done pretty well in the last couple of years. They're 70 bucks. Um, and they That's they steep. only lasted I think two seasons. That's not good. Wasn't great. The um, and by lasted I mean yeah I could keep wearing them, but they definitely blew the webbing out in between my fingers. Yeah, you know like I mean it's just no matter what that through. stitching, you're gonna get water in that stitching, and eventually that ice if that water freezes, eventually that ice is gonna rip that stitching well, and, apart. And what's interesting about those is they have that hypora liner inside. So it's like you have the outer shell and then you have that liner 
and then you have your insulation inside there and the liner actually ripped too. So like it's the outer part of the glove ripped and then it still ripped the liner. So then now, okay, they're not waterproof. Yep. Uh, it's not the end of the world, but uh, I've been known to just dunk my hand in and yeah, pull out whatever. And it's no big deal on those. Um, the outside of the glove might freeze. Yeah, that's what I mean. That's right? when, you, when you start, your glove yeah, starts not freezing. Great. That's so when you're you going to break off your slippery, you know, ice covered hand that you're trying to deal with. Yeah. Um, and then trying to thaw back out. But um, one thing I was looking at this year is some Sims gloves. Ooh. And so. Um, you're I, all in on Sims. I kind of got in on the Sims train this year. Yeah. Thanks to Cold Throat um, Peterson. Actually, yeah. we should call him Musky Slay Peterson these exactly. days. Exactly. He's been um, hammering the muskies. Oh, they got their own wool gloves for 50 bucks. Yeah, that's too much. <laughs> but um, So Sims is like a, a company out of Montana. They just got bought by yeah, Mostly Vista a fly Outdoors, fishing type company. Is where which they is kind of janky now. They might be going downhill, but. Um, well, there goes our Vista Outdoor sponsorship. Exactly. So, uh, but yeah, they're definitely fly fishing based. They had a few people doing regular fishing standard you know midwestern type style fishing but not ice yeah by any means um but yeah they just have some good stuff so some of their gloves if if i was going to get some gloves i'd probably go with maybe this year do do some sims well that's stuff. what that's why i thought gloves would be an interesting topic because it's not like you know like ice suits there's like what four or five brands of ice yeah. suits yep but like gloves there's a million different applications for gloves there's a million different companies that make gloves and frankly there's there's already other applications where you need waterproof gloves. Mm-hmm. What other applications and where can we find skiing? Maybe there's some other company that makes yes. these awesome waterproof gloves that would be very applicable for ice fishing. Yep. Yeah. And that that's where, I don't know if we, we kind of constrain ourselves to that, you know, like yeah. I said, like there's, I'm sure there's other ones out here. Yeah, that you don't need to just be stuck looking better. at ice fishing gloves. I mean, dudes at duck hunt need waterproof gloves all the time when you're fishing, when you're duck hunting in yep. cold water. Beyond that, even though, I mean, I'm sure there's industrial gloves and all that sort of junk that you could, that make stuff also, but regardless. Agreed. I run wool, $20 wool gloves. Yep. You just stack them up and yep. use them up. Yeah. I really like the fingerless ones also. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. They work good. That's pretty cool. Yeah. Yeah. We just kind of have a different approach to, to that. And it, Do it you works run fine. Do gator very often, Ben? No. Uh-huh. I run it all. I pretty much 100% run a neck gator. No. Lose a lot of heat out your neck. You lose a lot of heat out your neck. Yeah. That's for sure. Neck gator slash face mask. Pretty yeah. much all. You have a face mask, don't you? Yeah. What do you have face I got mask? a couple different ones. You got anything particular? Anything that stands out on you? Mm, in-depth outdoors one. You like that one? I don't know. It's okay. Yeah. I don't know if I like really any of them. Yeah, I know. And once you get them up and they kind of get iced up when you yeah. breathe through them a few times and they get yep. iced up, I don't know that I really like any of them either. I don't know. They do their job. That, that's got to be pretty freaking. Actually, my favorite one is the one uh, my mother-in-law made me. It's out of this fabric of a couple of running horses. <laughs> and it, I mean, it's just a round tube and yep. it just kind of pulls up over. It's like this felt and it's just got this scene of horses running through a meadow across my neck. There you go. All right. Cowboy themed. <laughs> it's super warm though. And uh, that felt very breathable to go through. Yep. I like it a lot. The only time that I'll, I'll wear that is if we're doing, a, like, this past season we did those long runs on the quad. Yeah. Just for, like, yeah, three yeah, miles. Yeah. You got to protect your face. Oh, my gosh. Your your neck just gets so cold. Right yeah. There. Yeah, your throat. Just like your throat. Right on the Adam's like, apple. 
Yeah, it starts <laughs> to freeze up. Yeah, not good. Yep. Eyes start to water and the tears freeze on your face. Yep. yep. Um, yeah, I mean, I never used to get that far into the, the gear side, but we, with clothing, like actual technical clothing. Like yeah. when I mean technical, I mean, you know, stuff that's designed specifically for what you're doing. Um, but at the same time, there hasn't been a time since I've gotten that where that's held me back. No. And I've been like, oh, it's too cold. I'm not going to fish today. Or I'm not going to be outside in the shelter, out of the shelter, because it's too cold. Oh, rarely do I need to feel like I need the shelter even anymore. Like, it's got to be some hellish hellish weather out there for me to be like, okay, we need to set the shelter up. Yes. Like, yep. terrible, terrible. Otherwise, yeah, the shelter has just come along for me to drag my stuff out. Yep. That's pretty much all it comes with anymore. But uh, one last question on clothes I got for you. Do you wear any sort of base layer? Long I don't. John, that no, sort of stuff. I don't. See, I'm, I'm really always, I'm all in on long much never. I'm all in. And on I don't know long. if that's just because I haven't really felt a need for it. Sure. And I've gotten by without it, but I used to back in the day wearing like Carhartt stuff. Yeah. Cause I was just cold. Yep. And now like the predator suit, I don't feel that. Don't need all. it. Yeah. yeah. I've never been, uh, I've been out in 20, I can say this negative 20 with wind and I was okay. I just bundled the hood up and cinch it down with a sweatshirt underneath yep. and a t-shirt underneath that and jeans. That was it. And I was okay. Nice. I don't know. That speaks a lot. People say I'm, I'm always running long jumps. People say I'm warm blooded though too. Well, yeah, but and still. Like, my hands don't really get cold. Either. Yeah. My hands don't get cold. My feet will get cold, but yep. after a while. Yeah. So you're wearing a base layer though. Well, that's pretty fancy. That's a pretty fancy term. For long johns. T-shirt and tidy whiteies. Yeah, white long johns, top and bottom. There you go, the white ones. With the crotch blown out. <laughs> <laughs> not not the black ones, the white ones. Yeah, yeah. Oh, yeah, it's always the white ones. So they got handed down from your dad down to you. <laughs> <laughs> They're from the 80s. That's fine. They're still warm. No, these are new ones. Okay. That's well, fine. they're new to me anyways. <laughs> <laughs> that's funny. I don't know. People get way into the base layer stuff. And oh yeah, maybe uh, if yeah. somebody's out there selling base layer stuff that wants. To well, send it I to think us, a lot of it. It helps a lot. Try it out um, with the moisture wicking. Yeah. Like uh, when you're first pulling all your stuff out, and you're sweating and you're getting hot. Yep. It really pulls a lot of that sweat off you, so you don't get cold once you kind of simmer back down. Uh, helps a lot with that stuff. Yep. The vents in the striker suit are sweet for that. Yeah. So I can just open up the armpits and open up the back. And we're running out, walking, whatever. No big deal. Keep you cool. Yep. 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 That's pretty cool. Yeah. That reminds me of that time when we were fishing Rock Creek and we had to carry all our gear out there because it was just, the slush was so terrible. That was a key data. Oh yeah. For temperature management. Well, and that's like down here, I feel like our temperature swings are huge. Yeah. You know, you could be out fishing and it's 45 degrees and then the next week it's negative 20. Yep. You know? And you got to be prepped for all that. Well, I mean, even just your own internal temperature management, like carrying all your gear out to your spot, yep. hot, working hard, oh, yeah. getting sweaty. But then when you get, to, it's cold out, but then once you get to your spot, you're not moving as much. Yeah, then you get real uh, cold. So yeah, body temperature management is kind of an important deal when yep. you're doing that sort of stuff, especially yep. if you're going to fish outside, just from a comfort standpoint, um, yep. to keep you going all day long. Yep. Um, yeah, that 
the technical the technical clothing like i can honestly say that striker suit was probably the that best thing that i bought yeah as far as I and you don't have any i mean how long have you had that you said 2017 yeah and you have no vision of needing to replace it even if you're gonna buy another striker suit like there's nothing yeah. on no. the horizon where you're like ah maybe this is starting to get wore out maybe anything no. about this if anything i do like the idea of that climate suit though of just being um it's got multiple layers to it. Right? Mm. It's a little mm. more, a little more substantial. A little bit more versatile, even if you could take the. But then again, off. I'm like, I can't really think of a time that I wanted something warmer. Yeah, I wanted and more I was than like, what you ah, had. I really, this isn't cutting it. Yeah, for our climate. So yeah, that's that's pretty sweet to be able to say that. But nice. Um, I do see the value in that, and that's that's something where I feel like when I was growing up, everything was about oh. We're not going to buy anything like that because you're just going to grow out of it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You know, and, and it was that kind of mentality, too, when I was a little bit older. Yep. It was like, yeah, I'll just buy this, you know, $20. I don't need this. Yeah. Jacket or whatever, and it'll be fine. But, man, you get something actually nice, and you can keep it a long time and keep it nice, and it just makes you feel good when you wear it. Yep. That's that's pretty cool. Yep. Nice. Yep. That's my ice anything, gear. Any uh, wearable Clothing. gear that you plan on buying? This year at all, really? Not new pair of gloves. Not really. Well, maybe. I don't know. I think I have two pairs of. Do I have two pairs of the striker gloves. Yeah, I might. I mean, I gotta buy my annual pairs of gloves. Yeah. Where do you get them at? Please Sportsman's. Please. Sportsman's. Although I was gonna stop. Thank God, uh, Bass Pro didn't buy them. Otherwise, I'm gonna have to stop buying them there. I know. Freaking <laughs> Bass Pro and Cabela's and all that now. But uh, yeah, deal. otherwise that are on Amazon or something like that. But yeah, yeah, works out pretty good. Now I don't know about about that because like that's that's the other thing. I would like to get different stuff just to like try something different. Yep. You know, there's that. Uh, so I did actually speaking of trying different gloves. What were these gloves? Oh, uh, they're fishing gloves. They're the same kind of style where they're like the fingerless gloves, but they have the mitten flap. Mm-hmm. But they're fishing gloves. Uh, they have a little magnetic thing and they're waterproof and all this stuff. And they were all right warm, but the problem was around my fingers was too tight. Really? The, the, there was a little like cuff around each finger and it was just too tight and it was cutting off like circulation. And my I've fingers would go that. like terribly cold within, you know, minutes. <laughs> so I was like, well, these suck. Where'd you get those at? Oh, I'd have to look back. I asked for them for Christmas. It was just like an Amazon okay. thing. It was an actual like legit fishing company, but I can't remember what they were called. So now you're just name you're back to the generic. So I had to go back. Gloves. But yeah, because I thought they were gonna be cool. But yeah, the, the yeah. little the the finger holes just aren't big enough for my. I don't know. I don't feel like my fingers are real no, big. They're but probably normal size. Yeah, they must have say. been. Maybe I got a lady size or something. Yeah. <laughs> yes. I could, don't know. Could be. But yeah, they're just a little too tight. Interesting. Yeah. I mean, gloves make a huge difference, though. If your hands are cold, you're yep. not, you're well, done. Or uh, you're when we talk fishing. with Brady, speaking of hand, cold hands, is he has that, uh, he runs that pouch mm-hmm. with the hand warmer inside of it. Uh, I can't remember what that's called. It's like a Milwaukee deal? Yeah, it's like a hand warmer pouch. Yeah. Like a, that you put in front, that just straps to your waist and you put in front. Kind of looks like a fanny pack. But it's got like a rechargeable hand warmer inside of it. Yep. So he runs that. And instead of gloves, I think even, well, maybe he just runs like fingerless gloves or something, yep. something thin. I, I do like that. Having, I, I used to run like the big ski gloves. But he's hardcore. Oh man. He can't That's do anything deal. with them. Then you're constantly taking your gloves off. Yeah. Yeah. They're to too To go big. do something. 
and then your hands get cold. Yeah. And then you put them back on and you can't really warm up. Yeah, you can't get them going So again. you're better off getting smaller gloves. I guess my strategy is kind of, if it's going to be super cold, I'm wearing thin gloves. Uh, I have Two thin gloves. Yep. Thin gloves in my pockets and I'm, you know, on the way out to where we're going, yep. I got thick gloves. And then when we get to where we're going, I'm switching to the thin yeah. gloves. See, what I'll actually do is I'll take a sock. I couldn't even keep a straight puppets. face when <laughs> what I said it. It's getting late here. That's what we get. Uh, yeah. That's I'll wear like the a mitten, fingerless mitten glove and then the, yep. well, when I, I don't know how to say it. A thin pair of fingerless mittens and then a thick pair of fingerless gloves. I don't, I don't know. It, I'm still trying to fine tune that. Too. Yeah. I feel like I feel like you can always our situation is always changing based on you know trying different things or seeing how things work. Yeah. But no one's dominated the glove market yet. I feel like I those gloves with the liner in them though those are pretty dang close. You liked it, but they leak. I know, and they didn't hold up. Yeah, they lasted two years and then just for as much as they cost, they got to last longer than that. Yep. But then again, it's kind of a disposable kind of thing. I'm sure that's what they think of it. Yeah, but I don't want to think of a $70 pair of gloves to be that disposable. Yep. I agree. But it's crazy. And then this year, who knows what they're going to cost? $100. I feel like last year we went from talking about all this stuff, and we you could just double the price of whatever we said last year. Yeah, pretty much. And then that still may not be enough. Yeah. You know? Yeah, I haven't seen any catalogs for ice fishing yet this year. Yeah, it'll be interesting at the ice show to see what kind of deals deals yeah, yeah there are maybe there aren't you maybe, know they might just be willing. like yeah we can sell all this stuff at full retail whatever or more yep <laughs> go buy it online yeah you know don't even worry about it hmm. yeah it'll be interesting to see how this year goes but yeah it's been pretty crazy inflation wise what do you think for hats you just wear a regular stocking hat i think that's about the only thing we haven't covered yet as i would look up your body yeah i don't really see a i wear my widowmaker hat yep i like that hat a lot the need for anything crazy on your head. Well, I like the hat a lot because it kind of has a almost a naked lady on it. No, it's a mermaid. Yeah, exactly. Like, now that I look at it, <laughs> it's got a good shape too. <laughs> it's shapely. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I I don't know the Carhartt hats, the uh, Widowmaker ones. They're all the same. They're they all work yep. good. I don't mind that Rapala hat that I have. That's pretty decent too. Yeah, but it's kind of a different style without. Not like a beanie style or whatever. I don't know. You gotta have something. Yeah. I don't know how guys do it with like a ball cap. Your ears. Well, they do so gold. the ball cap and then a hat. Yeah, I've done that too. Yeah, but it's kind of hard to keep it on your head. That and do you wear, do you find yourself wearing sunglasses very often? Yes. Yeah, during the day, sunglasses are. I cute. don't know. For some reason, now like it's just even more. Like I feel like my eyes are more sensitive to that. Yeah. Or if I'm outside, I just want to wear sunglasses automatically throw constantly them on. squinting really bad yeah getting old brett we're yep. getting old i've had that pair of freebie strike master sunglasses yeah. that's the longest pair of sunglasses i've ever owned in my life not bad oh i've had those well I've, i got those that day we met james holst oh yeah and i've still got them <laughs> like i've lost dozens of pairs of sunglasses in between those two times but that pair has stuck with me that's awesome yeah I'm not buying into the extremely expensive sunglass game, though. No. I will say that, accessory-wise. I've gone down. The, I can see I've, why you'd want that. I bought a pair or two of mm-hmm. the $100-plus sunglasses before, and the clarity through the lens is definitely there. Sure. 
but I don't wear them habitually enough to really be too worried about the clarity. And like I said, I lose sunglasses. Those have both been lost. Yep. I'm more of the just buy them in bulk, have them everywhere that you might need them. Yep. Good Polarized. Be ready to roll. Yeah, the Ozark Trail ones. I love those. Yeah, those are good. Anything that fits your head right. As long as it fits your head good, that, yeah, I'm more concerned about the fit than I am the lens, Yep. to be honest. Yep. Especially when you come like some of those plastic ones. Yep. Well, even some of the wire ones I've had. I will say as we kind of wrap this up, you know, going back to our point of the right gear, having the right gear makes your experience so much better. Yep. And that's something where I didn't really buy into that until later on in my ice fishing keeps you out there all day because i was like meh i'll go out there in a sweatshirt and you know cheap gloves whatever and it didn't really help me any you know i I was out there and i was like yeah it's okay but my hands are getting cold my feet are getting wet uh whatever you name it and then you're not fishing as much or you're not experiencing or it cuts your trip an hour short yep where otherwise you'd have been out there for a while longer. Yeah. Or, oh, it's getting dark. It's getting pretty cold. I'm kind of cold. Let's go. Where you're like, oh, let's fish through twilight here and yeah. keep rolling if I got the right gear. Yep. And I really can't say since I've kind of made that mental shift that it's ever held us back. No. You know, we've we've been out there as much as we'd wanted. And it uh, keeps you mobile, we're comfortable. Too. You know, we're having a good time. It's not like we're out there, grumpy old men, just pissed at the world. Yeah. Keeps you mobile as well. Yep. Rather than shacking up. Yep. Uh Keeps you out on Absolutely. the bucket, yep. rocking and rolling. Yep. Brett, what else do we have planned for this season coming up? I feel like we're getting uh, getting a little closer into into ice than we were before. What do we got coming up? I have no idea. We take it as a Like I said, I don't remember if I said this on <laughs> podcast or not, but, I mean, it could be we could have ice. Oh, yeah, maybe at the beginning of this podcast. We could have ice, Yeah. you know, 1st of December, or we could have ice middle of January. Yep. Uh, so it's tough to really forecast that look like we're, we got a lot of piss and vinegar on us right now, yep. but, uh, that might quickly deteriorate. We'll see what happens. We are going to, we're going to be at the ice show. Yep. For sure. Ice show. Um, that's always a good time. Come check it out. Say hi. See us around. Go chat with your favorite, favorite vendors, favorite people. I would highly recommend doing yeah. the VIP thing. Get going in early. Spend oh, the yeah. extra couple bucks and get in early because yep. then you're not packed shoulder to shoulder with people, which is nice. Yep. Uh, the Beer Fish Fanatics will be there. We'll be hanging out oh, with yeah. those guys. Yeah, yeah. Um, that'll be pretty cool. We'll get we'll get them on the podcast this year. Yeah. They're a good oh, time. one thing we do have to look forward to is go maybe try to ice fish Sailorville this year. Yes. Yep. Uh, reservoir fishing. Yep. Definitely. I think that'd be a good time. Try kinda, to. Kind of scary for some there. people and, you know. As to be expected. Yeah. You never know, but um, I Just feel because like... because the water levels can't change. Yeah. Our ice safety game, it's, we've really stepped that up yeah. since, since we started fishing together. So. But yeah, I think we got a solid plan to get out there and yep. be safe about and it. And then uh, we're planning a trip to the Mississippi River. Yeah. February. Yep. In February. So look for that to come. That's that's always a good time. Yeah. I'm really looking forward we to really that. We really let it all hang out and just we go at yeah, it. Yeah. We got to come up with, with a game plan. Because I want to, I want to catch more than just yellow bass and oh, yeah. perch this year. I'm really excited. I want to get on some predator fish. Yes, I'm talking pike. Pike. I would love to get on some pike. Pike for sure. That'd be the especially with your little with, HT tip up. Well, we got that, and we got new masters pack of tip ups. We'll yep. be really ready to. Do we have enough spread. tip ups as it stands now? Well, I got to get so another. We got four guys, three lines a piece. 
We could fish 12. Yeah, but we're all going to have one rod in our hand. Um, maybe, maybe I not. I don't know. I'll have a handful, and he's got eight. I have I'll a, have at least four. I think last year when we just did tip-ups, we were pretty busy just oh, yeah. with tip-ups. Yeah, yeah, we you weren't know, jigging. Like, well, we after were a while, we weren't much. jigging at all anyways. Yep. We had everything just, Yep. we gave up on the jigging, we were all in on the tip-up game. Yep. Man, that's so much fun. Yeah. Chasing flags. Yeah. I and that it. was a day. I get it now. We're having the gear was a big deal. Because it was cold. Mm-hmm. Cold, cold. And you could tell Brandon didn't have the gear. Yep. He was in the shack a lot more. Yep. He wasn't the run. He wasn't necessarily always running to go yell tip up. Yep. Absolutely. Stick out now, Brett. Here. You got it. I'll hang back here. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Exactly. <laughs> it's like, uh, maybe uh, why don't you go stick your hand in that rosy red bucket? Yep. Uh, and get the get the minnows yep. instead of me. It's freaking cold out. Yeah, that's because he had dry hands. <laughs> exactly. <It> wasn't <laughs> lotion them up. That's great. That's that's the takeaway from this episode, guys. A little hot Keep tip. Your hands. Keep your hands lubed up. Keep them moisturized. I wasn't going to say lubed up. I would say moisturized. (laughs) Uh, All right. Well, we'll catch you guys next time on The Short Rod Show. Mm -hmm.